Hello there. Hi. My name's Reuben. And mine is Will, and you are listening to the Meaty Chunks podcast, if you didn't already know. Oh, wonderful. Um, and today, the chunk will be in the flavour of... Making things. Yes, making things. So, both Will and myself are makers of sorts. Yes. Um... And um, we thought we'd talk about making things from our own perspective. Maybe how we go and get ideas and mm. how we fail at making things. <laughs> how we succeed at making things. One of those of is jazz. longer than the other. Yeah, one of them. But you'll not know which one until the end. <laughs> Have a guess. Write it on a postcard and send it to us. Or email us at mediachunkspod at gmail.com. You can do that as well. Yes. Uh, So what do you make, Ruben? What kind of things do you make? I make the world a better place. No. Um, (laughs) I I make... uh, Well, I write music and I take photos and I make films. Hmm. And to make the world a better place. Uh, That that also. That too, obviously. (laughs) What, what do by, you make? By doing the others, I make a mess. Wap, 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 wap. <laughs> uh, no, I make films, and I like to draw, but I'm not sure that counts as making a thing. That's more doing a thing. Uh, but the main thing I make is films, yes. Oh, excellent. So, why don't we start with you, Will? What oh. is your creative process? Well, there isn't one creative process uh what usually happens is i will be either thinking a thing uh, i want to explore or i'll be doing a thing uh, that i want to explore i'll be looking at a thing let me go into what that could mean so i will either sort of be looking at just something in the world or something i am doing and just kind of want to explore it. Uh, for example, the film I'm working on at the moment is looking at uh, sort of addiction and addictive relationships and dangerous relationships and why people would go back to them. Because on the outside, it looks like it makes no sense. But when you're inside that, uh, there is something that draws you to it. There is a connection to that. So I wanted to explore that to sort of look at them being no sort of good and bad guys as it were and sort of look at a look at exploring that relationship Uh, but what can also happen is i could be at an art gallery or i could be watching a film or i could be it's usually it's doing something creative i will be sort of led to think about something uh, and then i will want to uh, explore it because I also connected to my most recent film was there. There was a a song that my father used to play all the time when we were younger, and it probably still plays it now. I just don't hang around with him as much. Uh, it's called the Snake, uh, and it had a, like a really interesting story to it. And I always used to wonder why, like the people in this song, made the decisions that they do. Uh, and I wanted to look at that, and I thought that was really interesting. Uh, so then that's how I come up with the idea. And then in terms of making it, I sort of do 
I sort of start off by myself, just kind of brain farting all over the pieces of paper and uh, online pieces of paper. And then I will, at some point, involve other people, get other people involved in that process. And then just get about creating it, if that makes any sense. It, it does make sense. It, it does make sense. Creative farting. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so what do you do? What is your, what is your process? Um, I found the most effective way is emotional distress. <laughs> Can you uh, can you spur that so, on? Um, uh, well, it very much depends. Um, spilling um, a drink on your laptop's a good kick. Um, <laughs> for example. For, for example, not that I've done that recently. Um, he but um, did it recently. Yeah, I did totally do it recently. Um, but um, no, some of the stuff that I've ended up writing and people actually liking has been the stuff which um, I wrote for um, my band, The Skemptons, which I kind of got together in my, at uni. And basically, they were all horrifically sad songs, but in a happy key and <laughs> with jolly. Like, you know, um, kind of the trouble that you have with dyslexia and... Um, um, at particular nights when you're not feeling good and you're having and you're having a bottle of gin on your own, that's a good one. People love that one. Um, and but yeah, I seem to write stuff better when it's about emotional distress. But uh, but um, do you think do you think that's connected with being honest, which I think is an important part about creating something? Like people can tell when it's fake. But when you're being honest and real and uh, just putting it all out there, I think that's always more successful from experience. I think um, I don't. I don't think I do it because of that. I think I. I. I think I do it because <laughs> of therapy more than anything else. <laughs> I quite like conceptual art. Um, however, I feel that most conceptual art has been done before, so you can. You know, and when I talk about conceptual art, I mean like kind of the weird and wacky stuff. Um, you know, like when you watch the Mighty Boosh, and um, you've got like the weird surrealist stuff going on. I'd say that was contemporary art. Um, uh, or you've got the really doggedly perseverant, you know, music which is designed to make you hurt. <laughs> so sit in a concert hall for an hour listening to one note for like an hour. And just to see whether you'll actually go away, or whether you'll complain, or <laughs> any of those kind of things, like, um, where the idea is you stick to a central formed idea and um, um, go through with it. Um, I I tried doing that, and it didn't really work out for me. Maybe I just wasn't focused enough. Um, all of my ideas weren't, you know, fully formed. Yeah, yeah. But do you think you were trying to? Do you think that your goal was to create something conceptual uh, rather than being uh, true to you? Or do you think it was just uh, the medium that didn't work? I think it was, I think I tried, I, I wanted to do it initially because I wanted to fit in with my peers um, and other higher arty kind of types. Hmm. Um and I, I, I enjoyed kind of dabbling in the world, but then I just kind of got a bit 
fed up with it. <laughs> um, no, it was probably it was probably more to fit in and give it a try. Yeah, I don't really listen to any of those. I don't come back to any of that music anymore, like I do with some of my songs that I've written. So okay. yeah, I don't know. But um, as far as films and stuff goes, um, I much prefer to work in a collaboration with other people. Um, the idea of putting together a whole film on my lonesome is a terrifying prospect. Also, so, nearly impossible. Need to work with other people to do that, and that works better for me. Um, but the film I'm working on at the moment is kind of an allegory for Brexit, um, mm. and it's an animated thing that uses parallapse, uh, which is when you have a series of images layered on top of each other, and you move each image a little bit and it gives the uh, it gives the um illusion of perspective despite the fact that it's just layers of um pictures mm. a bit like um if you have a little uh if you have a you know where you have a, a punch and judy stage uh-huh. and then you have like um you get you have some bigger objects at the front and then you get smaller towards the back you can create this illusion of having loads of loads of space despite the fact that it's just you know your it's small box yeah yeah it's all like perspective and stuff yes it's not done yet but um it's it's nearly <laughs> that's there that's what you are working on uh, so uh do you, are you saying that when you compose something you prefer to work alone yes i think when i'm composing stuff i i work on my own more because I'm I'm working on one, I'm working on the th- the element, the 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 thing, um, that people are gonna look at, no, the thing that people are gonna hear. Sorry. And when you're working on a film, there are so many different strands that you have to work with other people in order to make it work. Okay. So would you do you prefer um to perform your own work? Or do you, would you rather other people do it? I prefer doing my own. However, it is a privilege when other people do perform my work. Mm. In my mind. But then they always get it wrong. So, um, <laughs> uh, But that could equally be my fault. So, um, yeah. Okay. That is, that is interesting. Because for, for me... Uh, I mean, the temptation is to always try and do as much as I can myself just because both practicality and also the thing that other people will do it wrong. But by involving other people, at least in in film, what you add is everyone else's perspective. Uh, And so everyone else is bringing their honesty, their reality, their experiences to it, meaning that it's more, instead of just being one person's vision which rarely works so sometimes it can it becomes a collaborative thing and therefore it becomes available to more people at least that's my experience with with film uh but you do you think that music is more successful when it is one person's or at least your your work is more successful when it is one person's perspective question mark uh so in my mind um the work that is 
the most successful or popular if you want to use that word is usually collaborative because you'll have um um the more ideas you have the more kind of varied a piece can be but then that's not necessarily a good thing either because if you've got one person's vision that person is the one that takes all the credit and that's good when they've got their own style at which they want to maintain or something like um if you want to think branding which is which is important if you like if you if you're an artist because you don't want to necessarily be like sidelined all the time yeah um so having your own style which is unique and noticeable is very important i don't know the work that i've seen where the load has been spread amongst different groups effectively has been is usually the most interesting to me i think okay because there is also also the the struggle i find with how much of my vision i want to enforce because like you're saying you're having like a branding or an identity like you still want to present your work as you like there is a reason you did it there's a reason you know you brought something particular to the forefront and you sort of created it you came up with the ideas uh and you have to have some kind of of barrier almost you have to have some kind of limits where you're um saying like you know sort of don't go past this or these things are important and i think that's something i kind of struggle with sometimes i kind of want to be like well i've got to get other people involved like i've got like their their vision their ideas are still important but at what point are their ideas encroaching on my ideas and how much should i let that how much should i say no this is this is my thing this this stops here and how much am i like oh okay that's actually if all these people are saying this thing i should change that what do you but think then um if all of these people are saying do this thing maybe you shouldn't do it Mm. because maybe that's maybe that is a populist opinion uh, which has been enforced by the general populace at large and by popular media and maybe sticking to your own idea will will create your own vision as opposed to the views of many people the voice of compromise the voice of uh, mediocrity appealing to the general public at large mm. thus thus comes the the struggle of art who are you because you obviously want to to make your work popular enough that people will see it and enjoy it but also you don't just want to create something bland and without a voice oh why do have, why do people have to in, in, enjoy art <laughs> oh, oh no the oh, high concept high concept art which makes you not want to enjoy art <laughs> then some of it does like I, there's 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 some sort of high concept or you know quote unquote high concept stuff that from the outside seems uh, quite sort of intrusive or in the way but then when you experience it or you uh, for example there's those I don't know if this counts as high concept art. I'd need to ask uh my wife about it. She's a, a fine artist. But the ones the 
paintings that are just all one color. Um, I saw one of those in France, and when you actually stand in front of it, you see there's a lot more texture to it. There's you kind of, and it's quite big as well, so you kind of get lost in it, standing next to it, standing in front of it. So theoretically, you're sort of looking at it. Uh, you see pictures of it, and it's all like, well, that's just one color, you know, like what, uh, you know, why, why is that interesting? Why is that, you know, art? But then when when I stood in front of it, I was I was actually impressed and absorbed, and it was one of my favorite pieces from the whole exhibition that I saw. I think that's not quite high concept. I think high concepts more like Tracy Emin's Unmade Bed or the uh, the Poop in a Box. Yes, that's my favourite one, the poop in the box. <laughs> poop in the box. But um, no, there are there are composers who um, who specialise in making things complicated for performers and stuff. Um, so you've got oh, I did a degree in this. What was his name? <laughs> uh, Louis Andreessen. That's the one. There we go. Um, we got there. There he is. And so basically his um, uh, style of writing scores was to make them really, really complicated, Um, massively so. And um, like when you look at it, it just looks like black on a page sometimes (laughs) or like, um, you know, if you were to write it out in standard notation, which you can't actually do, but if you were to give it a shot, it would just, it would look a bit more normal but this is done in a way which is meant to confuse and disorient a musician and um, the sounds that it creates is quite interesting in that the, the musician has to kind of work on trying to perform it in a certain way which goes against kind of um, normal musical practice but um, <laughs> it was um it was it was designed to disorientate to make the um well initially confused until they'd worked through it a few times okay. gotten the, their own bearing um but he would argue that there was no way to create those sounds without making the um without making the scores as they were um which is an interesting idea um i like that that's kind of high concept music <clears throat> bit but then when you've got I know other composers who will quite happily um, you know make the audience uncomfortable just because that's the concept that's the idea we're going to do that today but the (laughs) argument that you could make is that you're talking about it now like there's loads of there's loads and loads of, there's so many artists who just never get their work seen or talked about whereas these people who are doing crazy things or things people don't like but they're still being talked about they've still got their work to be seen which is way more than lots of other people have ever there and is, will ever there, do there is that however like when you the only thing to talk about is the experience was laborious or tenuous. That um, it doesn't give you any credit. It all. Yeah, but what really if that's what does. you meant to do? What if that was the the goal? What if the idea? Because I remember being, 
like uh, I can't think of the word, but I was I was I was in a lesson in uni, and there was a film that quite a few people found boring, and the tutor went to me and he he was like, well, what if you're meant to? What if that is the exact emotion the director wanted you to feel? In which case he is he was super successful, and I was like, oh yeah, because it doesn't. Uh, and this, I guess, this is a whole different thing. But art doesn't always necessarily have to be pleasant if what it's saying isn't Ooh, pleasant. I or... um, oh, I'm not. I'm not advocating that art should just purely be pleasant. But mm. I feel that the concept of making an audience uncomfortable, um, I feel that that is an overused trope, <laughs> um, which is quite easily done. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that can become lazy. It's it's a single idea which is very easy to achieve, and has been done so many times uh, by different people in different permutations, and it's not big, it's not clever, and basically, <laughs> um, I've gotten to the point which if that is the idea of a, I just walk out. <laughs> like it's I. It, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna subject myself to it. Don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, I don't have the don't have the time of day for uh, someone to uh, deliberately make me feel uncomfortable. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Using an using an idea I've heard too many times. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are people who I was just thinking there are people who love that kind of thing. And I think it's uh, some of it is kind of uh, Emperor's New Clove uh, kind of thing. Or clothes, as it probably should be. Clothes. <laughs> uh, but maybe by them enjoying it completely defeats the point of the piece and the work no longer becomes successful if you enjoy it and like it and aren't yeah. sort of put off or displeased by it at all. I don't know. Yes. Uh, At which it's... point you've you've then failed as your uh, uh, in your concept of uh, getting your audience completely disgruntled. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe but, there's maybe mm. there's artists who whose goal was to make their work go as unseen as possible, and there will be they've been the most successful they have ever been, but we'll never know. And as soon as we do know, then the work becomes unsuccessful and obsolete. Yeah, but then it's still unsuccessful. All, the whole concept. That's a great idea. It's 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 still successful. Yeah, no. So if it becomes okay, here's so if it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> this is a, one of those one of those <laughs> okay. philo- philosophy questions. But if it becomes if you if your goal is to make your work as unsuccessful as possible, and then that happens, and so then the work is becomes successful. Uh, technically because you succeeded in your goal of making it unsuccessful but then if it does get successful then it was unsuccessful in its original goal by make then making it unsuccessful wait what my brain hurts I think are you saying that the work has become successful and renowned because of the fact that it was uh, unfound deliberately because yeah, of the concept like theoretically, of the artist. theoretically, yeah. If your if your goal was to, so okay, so but then you failed. Yeah, but then by failing, it has is 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 unsuccessful in its original goal. Yeah, it fails. It fails at its original purpose of um, 
being unfound. I guess yeah, unfound maybe is the if it was if it was meant to be unfound. I'm just talking about if you would just if you use the broad term of unsuccessful. Yeah, but um, unsuccessful could be like the art was rubbish, and then it becomes um, successful because of the fact that it was so rubbish. But then it still goes against its original th- thing. I mean, like if you're trying to make something rubbish, you're trying to make something rubbish. Yeah. Then, um, for my, ex- it, like, <laughs> sorry. Um, it, if it, it's got to, it's got to hold up to being rubbish. Um, like, um, if someone finds value in it and thinks, "Oh, that bit was actually quite good," then technically, if you were going to be really kind of dogged about it, it's oh. failed. Yeah. I mean, and this like, is no matter the... when, it doesn't matter when, but as soon as, like, um, if someone comes up to you and goes, oh, I actually quite like that bit, that bit actually spoke to me, or uh, <laughs> that bit, oh, how did you do that bit? That bit seems really, like, well done. Then it's failed on the objective front of yeah. being rubbish. And it is hard because art is all, or often, uh, it's not all, but often it is a uh, perspective as well that is embroiled in the whole thing. So you will never do a piece of art that is one thing for all people because all people are different and you're always going to have to... Like, there will be people who don't like it. There will be people that love it. Like, it's just... A lot of art, once you take away all the technical stuff, uh, it comes down to opinion. Mm. The um, It's all about opinion, but I would maybe argue that art is all about context mm-hmm. and without context um, without context the pieces rarely work so th- I've been to loads of concerts where composers have been deliberately kind of obtuse about their program notes so it's like the name of the composer name of the group playing it and then this is a piece <laughs> um, without the context of what the piece is um, it becomes very diff- difficult to relate to the work in any way if that is your goal then great you've done that you've made it unrelatable but <laughs> it's not that it's not necessarily a feat to be proud of I don't think <laughs> yes. um, yeah, yeah, yeah because then you're just creating a, a, a noise in the wind with no goal um, other than to kind of disorientate, which is fine. That's lovely. It's good. Fine. Mm. Good. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Something uh, that I thought of that we probably don't have enough time for now. Uh, well, when we you were, were just talking... just approaching half an hour. No, I know we don't have enough time uh, for it. Okay, go I'll pose it as a as as a question that people can think about. But I was like, when you were saying about making stuff bad on purpose. I find that when people try and do that, it is not as successful as the things that are bad by accident. So I was thinking, no, I, like thought, I thought that while I was saying it. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, with the, the difference between Sharknado and The Room, yeah. uh, one of them is bad by accident, one of them is bad on purpose, and one of them is more successful in, in, in being bad, personally. In, yeah, and will live on forever. <clears throat> yeah. Which one do you think it is? <laughs> I think people know. I think people know. Uh, but um, yeah, there was an earnestness about the room. Um, 
which mm. was kind of naivety and um, dogged perseverance in the face of adversity throughout the mm. entire project. Self-imposed yes. adversity, but... Um, I think yeah. that's a, that is an interesting thing to talk about uh, next time, maybe, but should we enjoy bad art? Is that okay? Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that, no, we can't word it like that, though, because what is bad art... Well, exactly. Maybe we should. That should be the question. What is bad art? Can we enjoy it? Ooh, Something along okay. those lines. What do you think? What, what is what, bad art? Uh, what? Okay. Well, you sound hesitant. I'll have to... No, I'm. I'm not. I'm just thinking. That's quite a wide subject. I like it. Okay. What is bad art? Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. That's next time. So, if you have any thoughts on what we have said or what we are going to say, do feel free to contact us. Uh, email meatychunkspod at gmail.com or you can go to facebook.com slash meatychunkspod or you can tweet at meatychunkspod or you can leave a review. We will see all of them and we will enjoy them and they will give us satisfaction that what we are doing is worthwhile. <laughs> it probably isn't. <laughs> well it's goodbye from me and farewell from me we will hear you next time goodbye see ya <laughs>